0: Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. My name is Nathaniel Martinez, and I'm happy to introduce to you our topic for today. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe or follow our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode, we are joined by Senior Global Director for Marketing and Solutions, Sheila McCarthy, and Senior Director for SAP Solution Marketing, Ginger Gatling, as they discuss SAP OpenText and faster migration to S4 HANA. They go into detail on the reduction of cost, improved performance, and effective migration to S4 HANA. Enjoy today's podcast and be sure to check out the links in the show notes to learn more.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to the next edition of our Let's Talk Data podcast. Today, I'm really lucky. I'm joined by my good buddy, Sheila McCarthy. She's a Senior Global Director of Marketing Solutions at SAP. Sheila, thank you for joining us today hi ginger
2: it's a pleasure to be with you
1: we're glad to have you and sheila is what i would call our document guru at sap so today our title is sap and OpenText reduce cost improve performance and have a faster migration to s4 hana with a robust roi so Sheila, there's a lot to unpack in this title. We've got SAP, we've got open t- Text, we've got uh, faster migration to S4 HANA. We're dealing with all these documents. I mean, you are the document queen. So my first question to you is, when we are talking about migration of documents to S4 HANA, what are we even talking about? Are we like talking about uploading pictures, invoices? What, what, do, we, what do we mean here? So let's start there.
2: Okay, great. Perfect question to start us off, Ginger. So, yeah, so open text basically handles any kind of unstructured content that might be salient to a business. So, Invoices, you said, that's a great example. And I'm going to use that throughout our presentation to kind of highlight some of the key points that OpenText covers. But it could be an email. It could be a PDF. It could be a video. It could be basically anything that is unstructured. So SAP, as we all know, is really great at handling the structured content or the structured data that goes with um, your business and great at processes. So the third leg to that stool is the content. So to back up that transaction and to get that level of detail, you want to be able to attach those documents to an SAP transaction. So let me give you an example of what like a life cycle of a document might be. So for example, you might get a PDF, of an invoice that your company needs to pay for some goods that you ordered. So that invoice comes in and it might come in in a paper format, it might be sitting on someone's desk. Well, you really want to automate some of these processes with the paper. That's where everybody is going these days and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's say you have an invoice, you wanna be able to capture the information that's on that invoice. You wanna be able to identify it. Where is the name? Where's the date? Where's the amount that they're paying? Where's all that information? And then you wanna be able to feed that into SAP or into a process that's gonna take that invoice and it's gonna match it to a PO and understand if it all matches and the dates match and the amounts match. Then you wanna just be able to pay that invoice and have it go um, off to the vendor to be paid. Uh, but then if it doesn't match or there's something not quite right, you can do an exception process as well. But that's all in an automated process. No human hand is even touching it. And then the other place you want to do is you want to be able to store those documents and put them somewhere so that you have access to them when you do need them. And then to complete the cycle, when you no longer need that invoice for your business to run, a few years have gone by, you're auditing uh requirements have been met, your legal requirements to hold that document. You want to be able to archive that document. And then at some point, you want to even be able to delete the document because you no longer need it to run your business. So that's really the whole life cycle of the document. It's ingesting the information in, it's processing it in an automated fashion, and then it's doing what you need to do at the end of the life of that document.
1: So if we take the life cycle of that document and then we tie it to S4 HANA, and let's say I'm migrating to S4 HANA and I'm migrating my documents, I would really want to know where I am in the life cycle and maybe archive what I don't need as well, right? Because I remember sometime with saying you want to archive these things because if you don't, then you're legally liable. So for example, let's say you have to legally keep a document for 10 years, if you keep it for 15, then you're liable for that extra five years if you've held the documents. Is that right or is that wrong? You're
2: absolutely so, right, okay. Jennifer. So you know when I was working with customers and talking to them about S four migration, and they were just starting to think about it, they said to me, you know, we have never, even, don't even have an archiving strategy. We we stood up SAP twenty years ago, and we still have everything in SAP. <laughs> Yeah. So you're right. You bring up an excellent point that leaves you for legal liability because you don't need to keep it. But it also leaves you to performance issues. Your system's not going to be as performant. You don't. And you're just carrying data around and content around and documents around that you just don't need. They're not salient to your business anymore. So you want to be able to set those audit requirements, those legal holds, those retention policies. And then when the, it's no longer needed, you wanna make sure your your system is streamlined and you're getting rid of those documents so you don't have those legal liabilities. There's a, an analogy that I like to use. I have a grown daughter that recently moved out on her own and she moved into a, a small apartment and we went through the process when she was moving her things so she she went through the process of saying okay these are things i need every day these are my clothes that i like to wear these are the things i like to have Um, And so she of course moved those, but then there's some things that she didn't need, some older things, some clothes that didn't fit, she didn't like them anymore. So we were able to get rid of those, but then there's the ones in the middle where she had a pair of winter boots or a winter coat. She didn't really need it at that time, but she wanted to store it. So she put that in our basement so that she could get it when she needed it but she didn't need it all the time every day because it was summertime. So it's the same thing with your documents, right? You need the documents. If a customer calls about that invoice, you wanna have that invoice at your customer support rep's fingertips so they can call it up immediately, answer a question, be extremely efficient. And then, but if they don't need it, you're gonna archive it for a bit because you don't need it on your main data store. You can just archive that off to a archive tamper secure storage area. But then when you don't need it anymore and it's no longer valuable to your business, that's when you can get rid of it.
1: That's when you can get rid of it. Okay. All right. So I think we have a good understanding now of these documents, what we mean by that, and, you know, kind of the role it plays. If you're going to S4, you're going to have to do something with all your documents. So now tell us a little bit about OpenText. Who are they are? What's the relationship to SAP? And what do they have to do with these documents?
2: Yeah. So, OpenText is actually SAP's number one partner. Uh, we've been working together, SAP and OpenText, for over 25 years. It's been a fantastic partnership. And for the last 15 of those 25 years, OpenText is what is known as a solution extension partnership. And SAP, partners are, if anyone listened to Sapphire, partners are super important to SAP. They're they're an important part of our business. And we have thousands of them. We have them for all different purposes. We have some system integrators. We've got other partners that do other things. But a solution extension is a very elite group of partners that is only a couple dozen of them. And they provide a specific niche that sap has decided that they're not going to go and develop so it really augments or extends hence the name extends sap solutions into white space that sap has so as we mentioned earlier sap is terrific at transactions terrific at processing and processes for your running your business and the missing piece of that three-legged stool is the documents. So what is the document that's associated with that SAP financial transaction that a customer needs that um, to understand the complete book of the business? So what um, a solution extension does, so once SAP decides that they might have a white space and they want to fill it with a partner solution, we go through a process of understanding what The requirements are in the field, so SAP and OpenText work very closely together. They look at what customers need as the next uh, steps in the process, you know, how can we augment our existing solutions and provide customers what they're needing. So, for example, when I was saying earlier about capturing the information from an invoice, well, that now has machine learning in it, which it didn't have a few years ago. And so, OpenText is constantly expanding their capabilities, expanding their portfolio to make it even a more robust offering for SAP customers. And so, with this solution extension partnership, what SAP and OpenText do together is, you know, again, like I said, they're looking at the market, what needs to be done. Then they're putting all those things on a roadmap. Then they're creating development plans. They're developing the software together. They're testing it together. And then finally, it gets put on SAP's price list. And SAP salespeople can sell it to customers on one, contr- one contract. So you're selling, you know, SAP-grown solutions along with Open Tech solutions. Um, SAP, they're SAP-branded. And it's like buying your, an SAP solution. And customers really love that because it's all one contract. and it makes it super easy for our customers. And then... Um, when the support time comes, if a customer owns the software and has a question, you go right to SAP support as well, which, of course, is backed up by OpenText as well if we need to go there. But SAP support is trained on these as well. So it's really like having an SAP solution. The other huge part is the integration into SAP. So in SAP, by its nature, because it's solving complex problems, is is complex software. So OpenText understands that, understands all the integration points, and is able to to have that integration. So it's very seamless for a customer. They log into an SAP transaction. They're going right into the OpenText software to access that document. And it's all very seamless happening right from an SAP transaction. And one of the things that's really driving, there's a couple things that are really driving um, this partnership forward is, People are moving to S4Hana, which we've talked about, and it's important to migrate your documents and migrate them in the right way. People are also moving to the cloud, so these are all cloud-based solutions, and people want to move to the cloud. So they want they want to take the onus off their IT departments and running the uh, you know running these systems. So they want to go for these cloud-based systems. And then the other thing is that customers really want to become digitally resilient. So um, especially now that we're just coming out of COVID, you know, so we had lockdowns across the world, across the country, and we—I um, had the pleasure of working with a customer when we were in lockdown and we were doing everything remote. And we were doing a customer presentation and prepping for that. And and this customer told me her story. She was actually based in the UK, the company she worked for, which was an SAP company, she um, was in Minneapolis. So she was in the United States and then COVID hit, and then she was stranded in her hotel and then the hotel closed down. So she was really oh stranded, couldn't get back to the UK. And she ended up going to spend time at a cousin that she had in Tennessee. So, but she was able through all of this, She actually ran the accounts payable department for this company. They had already implemented some of the open tech solutions that I talked about prior to automate that invoice processing. So they were able to carry on with their business because an invoice wasn't sitting on someone's desk in a paper format or in a filing cabinet in Minnesota where she was trying to run her business from Tennessee now and she really works in in the UK. So having that digital resiliency With in light of COVID is so important. Now, if you're running any kind of paper process, and we have a lot of customers that are moving from these paper based processes into an automated fashion, that gives you that resiliency that if, you know, going forward, we're all looking at flexible work plans and work schedules, people might work from home a couple days a week, they might come in the office. So having everything at their fingertips in that SAP system really makes their companies digitally resistant. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a sense of the the, the breadth and depth of the partnership with OpenText Ginger. Yeah,
1: it sounds like it's really a unique partnership. And I really like the fact that the customers, when they need support, they just go to SAP to get that support. It's not like, you know, you have to go to this vendor for one thing and the other vendors. Are really all, like you say, it's just an extension of what SAP provides with this unique partnership. So that's great.
2: Exactly.
1: Um, so let's go a little bit further into their actual solutions and what they actually do. My understanding, I think it's called extended content management. Tell us a little bit about the, the solutions that they are and kind of, I know they manage a the document, but let's just double click on that a little bit more if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So extended enterprise content management, sometimes we call it XECM because we love an acronym here at at SAP. We do, we do. (laughs) (laughs) But what what that means is there's a lot of functionality that goes into that. So what that means is if you think about it as um, a big repository of all your documents and uh, we've been talking a lot about SAP because we're from SAP, but the one thing that... um, enterprise content management does is it allows you to take all your SAP documents, your invoices that we've talked about, also order confirmation, sales orders, remittance advices, all the different kinds of business documents you might have. But it also marries that with non-SAP systems because we're, we're cognizant of the fact that Wow, well, it'd be great if every company was end-to-end SAP, and some are, but we also are aware that there's also some non-SAP systems that might have important documents and important information to your business. So we can have that as a repository that ha- handles both SAP and non-SAP content, and it has a series of important functionality that's provided, so things like document management. So if you have a document and you're, you're working on that with your colleagues and you're collaborating, you wanna be able to check it in and check it out and make sure you're working on the right version control. You wanna make sure that you have the right approval to work on that document. You wanna be able to share it across your teams so you're able to collaborate you might have a document that is goes through a workflow so you might want to create a workflow that so many different departments might have to approve it or check it or make sure as you're going through a process so there's workflow capability then there's also you know access rights making sure that the right people and only the right people especially with all the security measures that are going on now and how important cybersecurity is making sure that only the right people have access to the right documents And then we talked about archiving. So when the time comes that you don't need that document, you want to be able to archive it and keep it in that store. And then you also want to be able to set those retention policies. So you might want to say, after seven years, this uh, invoice is no longer needed for my business, so I'm going to set that retention policy. You might want to set a legal hold. You might want to have auditing uh, policies that you put in place. So that all goes in with records management. So how do you manage All those documents with all of that, um, with the, the records and with all the right rules associated with it. And this comes into play for, you know, we've talked about the use case of S4 HANA. So as you're migrating to S4 HANA, think about what documents you need or might not need as you go to S4 HANA. But just even thinking about running your business from a compliance standpoint, there's all kinds of different compliances. And it varies country by country. GDPR was one we heard about. Um, that was very big, you know. Making sure you understand um, if a customer needs to be forgotten, you understand the whole thing. If that customer wants to be forgotten, you've got to attach all the documents that are associated with that customer and make sure that those are forgotten as well. So uh, compliance is a huge component of that's enabled when you um, employ enterprise content management by uh, SAP with OpenText. So yeah,
1: I don't have to use open text just for the migration. I could either use it before or during or after, right?
2: You're a- Is that- yeah, you're absolutely right. And we've had customers do all three. I've had customers say, you know what? I want to get my processes in place. I'm not quite ready to go to start that S4 HANA, but I want to do some prep work. So I'm going to do um, you know, this automating of my invoices, the storing of my documents, setting up these workflows ahead of time. And then I've had customers say, you know what, I'm in the throes of S4HANA, this is the perfect time, I'm migrating, I want to employ this type of archiving strategy and and automation processes during. And then I've had customers say, you know what, I got to S4HANA and I kind of took a lot of stuff I didn't really need, so now I need to go back and set up these processes. So yeah, no matter where you are on your journey... um, it, it, um, it is, these solutions are valuable, but let me also tell you about a couple other add-ons we have for um, that extended content management. Speaking of different use cases, so if you have um, this is not as for necessarily related, but if you are in an asset intensive industry, for example, we have another solution that builds on that same functionality that allows you to handle those assets so say you're an oil company an oil and gas company and you're building maybe an oil rig um which is probably not a good example now that i'm thinking about sustainability so but this is my example right now that i have on my screen so i hope we're not going to be you know what let's change it. i'm going to change it right on the fly let's call let's say we're building a wind turbine there we uh, go you know, that's a much better example It just hit me um so, talking about sustainability. So, say you're building a wind turbine, which are big, and hopefully we'll get bigger as we move forward. You know, building that turbine requires a lot of engineering to be in place. So, you need to plan it. You need to design it. You need to procure all the um, materials. You need to build it. You need to actually construct and build that turbine. And then you're gonna commission it and you're gonna hand that over from the engineering team over to your operations teams that are gonna run that turbine. But they need to know all the information that you gathered during that engineering phase to be able to run it. So if something happens, it stops running or it's not windy, what do I do? So you have all these documents that are associated with those specific types of capital projects that might have CAD drawings, for example, or you might wanna bulk load all your documents up into the repository so the operations team can see it and then you might want to redline some documents um, and mark them up and so there's lots of different functionality that you need specific to those very large assets that you're building so we have a flavor of our enterprise content management that's specific to that industry and those specific types of projects and then we have another one that actually ties three big great software companies together. So you have SAP, as we know, we've talked a lot about open text and storing your documents. Well, a lot of us are using Microsoft Office 365. I know Ginger, you and I use it every day. We're in teams every day. In fact, we're in teams right now. Um, And we share documents together and, you know, so there's a whole repository there inside of Microsoft Office 365 with Teams. We also use SharePoint quite a bit. So if you want to tie a document from SharePoint or Microsoft Office 365 into your SAP transaction, we also have a flavor of extended ECM that will allow you to do that, too. So, again, giving you that robust capability to manage your documents, any kind of documents, no matter where they are, in your organization to give you that complete visibility. Okay,
1: so you we've talked about the documents. We've talked about the life cycle of the documents. We talked about how they're used with S4 HANA. You've done a great job of ex- explaining Open Text and the XECM solution and uh, and how that works and even the add-ons you mentioned as well. But in our title, we have SCP and Open Text, Reduced Cost. You've talked about that, some improved performance and a faster migration to S4 HANA. With a robust ROI, so tell us a little bit about how we're proving uh, the ROI uh, by the combination of these.
2: Yeah, great question, Ginger. So SAP recently commissioned IDC, um, and they're one of their industry analysts. So they're kind of you know a uh, you know the, an independent study. To talk to SAP customers that own these solutions. And, you know, did they really, you know, find some benefit? And what benefit was it? Well, they really did a, a great job and found a lot of benefit. They do a complete analysis. It takes them months to go through it. And what they found was they found a 288% three-year ROI. They found customers got only 10 months to pay back their initial investment and they also saw that customers had an additional seven plus million dollars in additional revenue generated just by using these products and so how did they do that like where did those numbers come from where did those benefits really come from well the first thing they saw was they saw savings on invoices compliance and then operational activities because customers were able to have that quick access. So remember I said, if you think about it as a repository, storing all the documents throughout your organization, if you've got a customer support rep, they're not searching in siloed systems, logging in, let me log in over here Oh, let me log in over there. No, they log in once to SAP, they're quick, they're on the phone with the customer, they're able to answer the question, look at the document live and get that answer. So that saves a lot of time. We also talked about moving to Asfarhan and the migration uh, project. So uh, these solutions make it easier for organizations to digitize their documents, to archive them, and then link them to SAP. It reduces the size of your data and document footprint and gives you that easy access, improving that compliance within SAP. And customers were able to capture more revenue and improve their business results And this is key, they're able to free up their staff from working on mundane verifying an invoice to working on more strategic projects. Which is a huge benefit, right? We've all heard of this great resignation, and we're trying to keep our employees and keep keep them engaged. Well, if you can take away mundane manual tasks and let customer, I mean, let your employees work on more strategic and interesting projects, you're more likely to keep them, and they're going to feel more value because they're doing something more interesting. Um, the other ones is empowering your invoice processing teams to work more efficiently because everything is automated. And then you're speeding those business processes and efficiencies across the department because you've got the access to those right documents at hand. So that's what's causing um, that terrific ROI. And then they, they did some more studies and they found that the document migration using Open Tech Solutions was actually 43% faster And the teams themselves were 24% more efficient. And then the invoicing accounts payable teams were actually 32% more efficient using some of the open tech solutions. And there were fewer errors. 43%, in fact, of invoicing errors were reported. And the auditing teams were more efficient as well.
1: And we have some
2: really, oh, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say I found the link to this report, so we'll be sure and put it in the show notes so that anyone can download it and look at all these numbers you were talking about. But what were you saying when I cut you off, Sheila?
2: No, no worries. Yeah, thanks for that. I know I rattled off a bunch of numbers, but yeah. A bunch of numbers, report. yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of numbers. It's all good, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so the report. Certainly download that link and take a look at the report. I think you'll find it very interesting. But um, a couple quotes I just wanted to kind of wrap up on because I know we're uh, running on some time here. But so here's one quote I love. So everything was paper-based before. The invoices were very time-consuming. That was the main driver to move to this digital approach. They were actually losing over 300k in euro lost on paying invoices, and they weren't getting the 1% um, to 2% early payment discounts, and they needed that better visibility. So oh, wow. That's huge. Right? I mean, it's really – and you know what? We actually have an ROI calculator. So if you are interested in automating your invoice processing and getting some of these really nice results, we have a calculator that will help determine, based on your business, what results you might see. And here's another quote, seeing a uh, five – 3 to 5% increase in revenue, which was a huge milestone for moving to the solution. And again, being paperless allows them to focus on business development. So it makes your job so much more easier by taking away that, those mundane um, tasks. So, um, you know, they needed other companies when you're looking to upgrade your accounting system. That's that you know might be the impetus but really what sells this solution and what customers say over and over again is the partnership and the integration is the biggest reason for folks to buy these solutions from OpenText they really see the value of the integration and the partnership, working together again, kind of that one throat to choke. You know, everything is done together, and it's it's such a great partnership. I have uh, the pleasure of working with my um, o- OpenText colleagues on a daily basis, and I and I can attest, these folks are really there's there's dozens of people at OpenText devoted to this partnership and making sure that it all works for all of our customers. Okay, so
1: so we'll put the we'll put the link to the uh study and then you, do you have a link to the roi that we can put in there too i can get from you yes okay we'll put yeah. the roi calculator and then i'll also put a link in there to like uh our sap.com sites for open
2: text yeah right absolutely yeah perfect
1: okay. all right well so, thanks for joining us any any last words before we yeah. close it up for today
2: yeah, thank you so much, Ginger, this was such fun, went by fast. And just to sum it up, um, using SAP solutions from OpenText can really help you reduce your costs, improve performance, achieve that faster migration to Esperhana, all with a robust ROI. It was such a pleasure talking to you about SAP and OpenText partnership and the value it brings to our customers. And thank you out there for taking the time to listen to us today.
1: All right. And we'll see all of you on the next edition of the Let's Talk Data podcast series. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast today. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Use the links in the show notes to learn more. If this topic is of interest to you, then you might enjoy episode 51, Best Ways to Leverage Data Management Services Across SAP Business Technology Platform. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Let's Talk Data podcast.